0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy.
1: And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz. Happy Wednesday, July. Uh, Jens, there good July again. J- it's a J, January 25, 2023. Welcome to the broadcast. We're sorry we're late, but uh, better late than never. Uh, you know, Kat has moved and she has to move again. So it, that's slowing things down and. Uh, her husband got rear ended yesterday so that's not good so that's that also entered into the equation anyway we're sorry we're late but we're here now and we're looking forward to bringing you the best of cat uh so here we go I just want to show you one thing real quick we got a brand new spot the the person that's going to be talking that's just so full of joy is on staff at Show Mercy so you'll say well how come she's dressed Uh, So nice and versus the people. Well, they, you know, she's on staff in the village called uh, Field of, they call it Field of Dreams. And out from outside of the village, then they they put these wells. uh, And so that will be the contrast that you'll see. She's amazingly joyful. So uh, without further delay, let's watch that spot. Here we go.
2: We are celebrating. Why? Because thousands of people cannot access clean water. And thousands have given their lives to Jesus because of the clean water wells that have been drilled. You are truly saving lives. You have no idea the peace of mind that you have brought to the mothers in these villages. Now, their young daughters don't have to travel alone for miles and miles to collect water. Instead, they can focus on school and family. Everyone is rejoicing and giving thanks. May God bless you all. Come with me as we go visit one of the mothers that you have impacted. Hello. Have to see you, okay. I'm here with Pexon's family. Pexon is a mother of eight and she lives with some of her grandchildren. Before the new water wells were drilled in this community, they would walk two hours to the old water source to collect water. It was very hard for them. But now everything has changed because they now have a new water source. Because of you, the water source is just two minutes away from their home. Stories have changed. Thank you for being a blessing. May God bless you. We would like to say thank, thank you.
1: That's amazing. Imagine in, in, in my lifetime, maybe the water has been off a couple of times in my 67 years. Can you imagine someone saying, Well, Steve, buck up, just Get some buckets and go. There's a you know if you hike two hours that direction, I think there's some runoff from the mountain and the animals use it. Uh, Just get some water and carry it two hours back. I mean that's what they're dealing with. So when we uh, when we drill the wells with your uh, with the money that you have sown, we're not just giving them a little bit more convenience. We're changing their entire life. So thank you again for for providing for a seriously overdue need that these people have so thank you thank you thank you so all right um we're going to bring cat in here so it's time for Wednesdays with Cat and Steve here we go we found you cat we found you
0: yes you did <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were lost but now you're found so um uh we had when we had first gotten the wrong news yesterday late we thought we had heard that you were in the accident as well but uh It's not good that anyone should be in an accident, but but Bing was in there. How's Bing doing?
0: (laughs) I'm going to show you really quick.
1: There he is. Bing's doing okay. Okay. Lean in further so we can see the other half of your. There you go. How are you doing, Bing? Doing fine. You're all there.
0: Yeah, he's all here.
1: We're so glad you're okay. I know they said you were in a larger, uh, like a pickup truck, was it? Yeah. yeah so that was that a makes sense. she was in a ford escort not
0: me
2: okay the hit the girl that hit me yeah.
1: yeah wow and and how are they that hit you they there were they've been worse shaped than you uh, i don't know uh nobody called an ambulance for her so i think she was just more upset than anything oh wow oh wow well she hit me, well, at, a, she hit me at a pretty good clip yeah and you probably because
0: there were extenuating circumstances on her side that she should not have been in. And so- She should not
1: have been driving is what I understand.
0: Yes, driving in the condition she was in. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Wow, well, help her Lord.
0: I I prayed, I prayed when I heard. And even that uh, changed our plans for that day, which was fine. I mean, I understand he had to be there. He was a witness in everything that that happened. But we did pray for her, uh, for her salvation as well as her condition. But but he's gonna be great.
1: Good. Good, good, good. Well, I'm glad you're both safe, so you're here back. So, well, listen, let's jump right in. Uh, anything you wanna share with the people before we get into questions?
0: Um, more than ever now, even then since our last week when I spoke, um, the enemy is upping his game, people. That's because he's afraid. And I know people go, what do you mean he's afraid? Yes, they gets terrified. I mean, he's the owner of fear, it's one of the greatest weapons he uses, and he doesn't mind having it unless it's him that's experiencing it. There's so many people stepping into their destiny right now, including all of us here, my staff, uh, friends of ours we know, powerful things happening for them. When he gets right down to the, the last minute, the last week or whatever, then he's going to try other things, the enemy will. And you have to stay not just prayed up, but you have to stay praised up.
1: That's good. And I tell you,
0: this: one of the things that uh, uh, we love. And I praise him. Trust me, my staff know in the midst of everything, I will still praise him. Uh, I will still worship him. I'm not giving up on anything he's promised me on. And he keeps me money of all the promises he's given me about the things that are about to happen in this world, in this country. So I know you've heard me say it before, and you probably will again. This is your time to shine for Him. This is your time to be great. These are days of greatness we're coming into, not what other people think they are. I know, I know what God's plans are for us, for here in America, for all of you out there. And I can tell you what, your lives are never going to be the same again. And literally, you can follow ours and see that God is about to do great things. Even in the midst of all the stuff we all went through this last year, we are still stepping into our new home. We're still going to go places he said that we would go. We still have things not yet completed. And we think we have found our new offices.
1: (laughs) All right, you have,
2: that's that's wonderful.
0: Yeah, margaret has been really looking because we don't like it when we can't talk to the people or have ways to do things. And so, you know, we've had to do that. So I think what we've been out of the place we we were in for almost 17 years for about um, a week or so, maybe two weeks. And so that was very complicated trying to find all of our stuff, even though we have eight storages with all of it stored in. Wow. We, we make sure everything's organized and we just have to run to the different storages to get what we need. I'm just saying it may get complicated for you and maybe not be convenient, but that means God is about to show his hand on your behalf. So more than anything, I want to encourage you. uh, We're still kind of even doing that now, so that's why you know, hey, this is a hat for the beach. We are again at the beach. And so I thought, what a wonderful way to show that there are things that are different for us today, and even probably next week or the week after that, we will be in a totally different place having having our, our broadcast and everything. We're, we're, really wanting to get that place up and going. And actually they were about to just demolish it. Now it's really he's demolishing, but somebody has bought the building. That our offices will be in and it's a temporary place. Uh, we, we know we have great things planned and other things, but this place is going to be wonderful and perfect. It's like, God just dropped it right in our lap. So that's what we say. And so it's a wonderful place. Got lots of office space, creative space, studio space. And we're going to enjoy being there, not too far away from where we actually want. Well, to in
1: to the last life. 17 years, if I understand it right, your home was your office, was your bedroom, was your everything. You were all in there. And for all these years when you've been on the air with us, it's, it was your home, it was your office, your staff would fill up Almost the that day.
0: long. I think maybe yeah. we had a couple years of starting out in a wonderful, you know, wow we have a studio this is exciting and then of course god who trains you in different ways you never expected yeah woke us up each each one of us separately and said your uh, your your bedroom will now become your office
1: wow <laughs> and he said
0: you will get rid of your bedroom furniture you can have a sofa or something in there but it has to have official an official place i've got pictures of Bring back and show when I find them in the storage unit, <laughs> and we literally obeyed. We turned it into the entire home. Ended up by being our headquarters. Wow! And you walked through it. You thought you were in an executive office. And uh, we had um, shipping and receiving. We had our creative zone. We had all kinds of areas. We had a we had an entrance that was really nice set up. That's where our guardian zone been, was being worked on. Uh, and yes, I know you're still thinking about, well, what in the world happened to some of the other stuff we were going to do? Well, all this stuff God started doing with us, we had to put aside so we could be ready to step into the new stuff he has for us.
1: So
2: well,
0: I'm promising you we will have a lot more creative things uh, to put out there and uh, probably a lot more studio time now that we'll actually have a studio. So we we really, just the other day, and I couldn't even go view it. Jenny had to go, Margaret had to go, my CFO, and our Spanish interpreter went with them. And so they looked at several places and found one that we actually could lease for just a year, which is rare to find yeah. anywhere in the area that we'll be in. It's not like the best area in the world, but it is a great a great area for business. And so we're excited if we can get a time again we don't have to dig those pictures out. We'll probably give you some clips of of what our new place will look like, at least temporarily, until we move into a much bigger.
1: People place. don't realize the 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 sacrifice. They don't think of all the different different things that happened when we had my previous company that God had ordained. We were reuniting missing people with each other families. Yeah. We were. And in that, we ended up with 13 people working out of a, a, it was a half garage because the other half was built. (laughs) Funny, so it was a half garage, 13 people, and then we took over Christopher's bedroom. And then, then, so now they were, I don't even remember how he he slept, but then (laughs) when it was lunchtime, they would come out of the garage into our kitchen and fix their lunch. And you know how that goes? Your kitchen isn't your kitchen. Your bedroom's not your we, bedroom. We,
0: we no longer had a kitchen that was ours. And um, our great room, which was so beautiful, ended up by being shipping and receiving wow. with cabinets with packing centers, with uh, computers, creative stuff. It was the biggest space in there, and it was, it was the most, one of the most active spaces, so yeah and they all came into our dining room where the dining room became the studio we didn't have a dining room anymore (laughs) and the the living room was the guardian zone i mean so many things we just gave up one after the other after the other and you know the the greatest thing is we've got to have more than one potty
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: so even some of those had to be given up and i think we ended up with very very little private space that we could call personal private space. So we are so looking forward to
1: that. that You're amazing. right. That's
0: how it happens when you start out. It just happens one day at a time.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, and I remember when it happened to us, then it got to, at least there was one sanctuary, which is our bat our master bedroom at the end of the hall. Yeah. Which isn't that big, but it had its own bathroom. And and I remember there was a dividing point where we said, that's it. Where staff started coming, walking down the hall, poking their head into the master bathroom, saying, Dreen, you have a call." And and she, ah! that was it. We finally went and rented a place. But you know, it's like people don't know what privacy cat you have given up, even as head of the ministry. They don't realize. I realize. I get it. We, you we, know, we so. gave
0: it all up, and eventually they all did. And I was so glad God told each of them separately to do that. Well, it's pretty hard to convince, hey, y'all gotta give up your bedrooms now.
2: Oh, they man. Each came out and
0: they said, this is wild. The guy woke me up and said that my bedroom was now my office. I'm like, yes. Wow. <laughs> That's totally him. So then we picked out office furniture and they had desks, just like real official desks, file cabinets in what was their bedroom. They each, well, most of them got like a sofa that could open up, that they can sleep on. Uh, my mom did, Jen did, Bing and I ended up, I, we, we went through so many different kind of a wild, weird things to sleep on that you could make into sleeping things. And, uh, but, but literally I had two, uh, it was executive office, so Margaret's desk was in there, mine was in there, big desk with file cabinets and all kinds of storage stuff was in there. It looked like a real office, which is what it was yeah. supposed
1: to be. And in, in the middle of all of that, in the middle of all of that, that's when you were saying, God said, let's eat cake right? Am I saying that right? Yes.
0: Yes. And yes.
1: <laughs> okay. So people know that that was the context and still is the context. Are it you still, still is. Let's yeah.
0: eat cake, man. And I had some chocolate cake the other day.
1: Oh It man. was so
0: good. And I've had <laughs> carrot cake, especially when, and then the day comes when we have packed everything we owned. I'm saying all the personal stuff first and then all the office stuff. And, and it took like months to do that. But there came a day when it was totally, completely empty, uh, where we were living. And then the work started because we had it repainted, new floors put in. Um, it's going to get a new roof on it. and gets a whole brand new fence. Um, it also has some other work and things added because friends of ours own it and they're going to sell it. And we want them to make a good amount of money for their wow. effort for being such a blessing to us. And so all that work started after that. We had to still go back and forth. We were in a hotel for a while. I think then we were in a, like a little villa place that was like a bnB and b kind of a thing. And now we're here in this nicer place, Oof, nicer place with more space in it. And so that's the way it happened. And we were very, very faithful to what God wanted us to do. And when you are faithful, he will never forget that. So I yeah. want to definitely encourage people if you're in that place, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of you were in places right now, in between places, but we were happy knowing God was not done with us, and he's that's not so done good. with you either.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's so instructive to the to the body to hear the story yes. of what you've actually gone through to in order to obey the Lord. You know, that's it right. wasn't like it was sudden all peaches and cream now it's gonna but it never stopped being chocolate cake is you know to, no to it didn't.
0: It. i can tell you we never really had personal space after that wow after we all the time people had to come by bring deliveries or come do things and and we had, so it was like you know you'd hoping you could wear your bathrobe for a whole day one day that almost yeah. never happened
2: <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: but here we are about to take our next leg of our journey but we'll be inside the gate he wants us in. And so Good. we're very excited. So in Good. about a week, we'll be moving the mayor to a more temporary place until they actually finish our beautiful place that we will be moving to sometime, probably within the next six months.
1: Good. Now, we, we're going to keep these shows to 45 minutes. So we've got yes. some questions. Oh, anything, else you
0: anything,
1: some else, questions. Want, anything else you want to say before we get going on the question?
0: Nothing except... Probably that's important to share what our journey is and what God is doing with us so people can relate to it. Yes. I think sometimes you need to hear stuff like that.
1: Yes, you do. That's
0: just life, you know, that's life. But life lived for him is still a whole different thing.
1: Yeah, and by the way, you know, we did that. It was we lived two hours away in Vancouver, Washington at the time. Uh the Elijah list hadn't even been a thought in our head at that time when that was happening. We yeah. said to ourselves, we will never do that again, ever. Well, guess what? We moved south here, and we the Elijah list got going, and we started filling our house up with yeah. people again. And we, we did half of that. We ended up with probably five or six or seven before we said, all right, we're not going to 13 this time. And we started running an office. So um, yeah, never say never, as the expression goes. So, right
0: about that.
1: So, but I can totally, totally uh, uh, relate, Kat, to everything. And you I said asked here.
0: Margaret when we go to this next place, can we just have our studio there? She said, "You're never taking the office."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: We're not ever taking the office to the home again. That's <laughs> so went, good. And I okay. I said, we can have staff work out there. That's before we found our new place. The staff can come and work. She said, no, we're not doing that. Well, you're going to have a place
1: That's that will good. be your place. Yeah, God's gonna reward you for all that. All right, first question. Um, I, a couple of these starting off come from me because I, I haven't asked you for a while because I have I missed last week, but um, I want to talk about neighborhoods. If there is such a thing in heaven, are there neighborhoods? Because like I want to live in the same neighborhood as my wife, who won't be my wife in heaven, and my kids who won't be married in heaven, but. How are there such things as neighborhoods? and And even if there were, Doreen's parents would want to be in that and that. and but she's got a dad on this side and a mom on that side, of course. Everybody has. Yeah. So is there such things as a neighborhood and how does that all work out?
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. That's a great question. Some people never ask that. And absolutely, yes, there is. There's some homes that um, they, the people were so close, they actually have. The only way I can describe it is it looks like a wheel within a wheel really massive central stage picture this is like your neighborhood right where your family lives a lot of your family lives in this place and uh and you have these beautiful gorgeous arched hallways but all comes together in this huge central place where you have all kind of family fun stuff to do uh things and exciting things that you can do have company over uh, a really fun exciting thing to do That doesn't mean it's your only place. But yes, there is a place where the whole family can go and live uh, and be together at different times. But you still have your own actual, not, not a unit. It's like an actual home. But they're built like that in heaven. I think this is the first time somebody ever asked me that. So people love it. People want to come and visit that specific family. They can go to each other's homes, or they can all come together in this huge central area with fun things to do. Like they'd have living waterfalls right there. They could have a forest growing in that area and it still be inside. Uh, it, it's really exciting. There's transports from the center of that place to wherever you want to go and have it. Oh, wow. Absolutely, yes, they do have a place that's like that.
1: Very cool. Now, now, along those same lines, uh, I'll just use a woman as an example. Not even I just won't even make it my own. But there's a woman and she's had, uh, this is not a real person. I'm making this up, but she's had two husbands and maybe she's had three but let's just say she's had two and we know in heaven there's no jealousy there's no there's nothing evil there's no bad feelings so she's been married to both she loved them both are they in the same neighborhood or how does that work Um, when there's when there's two husbands that are in heaven in my, in my
0: friends, by the way, you don't
1: okay.
0: anymore. We all have one. You know, there's only one bridegroom. That's Jesus Christ, and so um, I do want to make that plain. Of course, they can all be together, and you sometimes, actually, in the natural, they've all become friends anyway. I know a lot of people that were married several times, and they all, all that whole family, the families became friends, and so sure, they could have one. They could have one close by as a part of the the actual neighborhood, or maybe the next one over. Uh, but everybody can visit anybody anytime. There's, there's no, no, um, like, well, we're going to have a sleepover or whatever. And everybody's going to be there. Um, it's not like if you were married on the earth, that no one's going to be jealous because you all visit, everybody visited. Um, and it isn't like they're all sleeping together in just one place.
1: Right. There's so many
0: places involved in these neighborhoods. They could be right there be close, go into the central area. Everybody's doing stuff together and invited other people to come. So there's no jealousy whatsoever. No one is jealous. No one is jealous of anybody. There's no jealousy, greed. There's no anger. Uh, There's no one feeling, being made to feel left out. Maybe they weren't invited to an event or something like that. It just doesn't exist in heaven.
1: And when you say this central area, I'm picturing a couple of different possibilities. One is like a central courtyard, or I'm thinking, well, maybe it's more like a, a park with lots of uh, benches and tables that people can gather around. So what, can you describe the central area you're talking about?
0: It depends on the style of the neighborhood they're in. It could be very supernatural, very futuristic, and so it wouldn't be even like something they had on the earth, possibly. It could oh, all really? Kinds of okay. Things. But it, we're talking about like a mountain range. We're not talking about like a little park with a couple benches. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, amazing places in the core of this whole area that people could go enjoy themselves, invite other people to come and enjoy what's there. There could be ski lodges in the center, one massive ski lodge, and then everybody has their own individual ones separately, which is their own place. And God said, please explain to them that when, when they're no longer married, when they come home to heaven, you are God's son or daughter. And so you come home as his son or daughter. You don't come home as somebody who at one time had a different husband or wife. And so people are already, their mindset, when they see Jesus Christ, they are so in love with him. He's the most amazing, amazing, powerful, exciting person I have ever met. Wow. And he comes and visits these places or does stuff with people. Uh, it could be like one, the core center of the whole place could be like a jungle safari. And those, those animals are out there all the time. People wow. can go and see them and be a part of what they're doing. Uh, there's all kinds of different um, things that God could pick or choose to make that core. The core of like the whole, the neighborhood would be a thousand miles.
1: Oh, really? Oh, say that again now. Yeah, you
0: have to understand that everything is so small in our understanding. Earth is a very small speck, But things in heaven are almost unlimited. So these places you go to stay in, live in, or even visit, of course, we know there's Christmas Town. That is a massive place where you go to play in the snow. You make snowmen, they come alive because all the snow is alive. If you're like, my mind, your mind is going, you know, Bonk, 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 like how can this be possible? Because it's heaven. And that's why it says, "Eyes not seen nor ear heard nor entered the heart or mind of man, but God has prepared for you. It's just not possible unless you have been there. And so uh, these places are very huge, lots of room, lots of extra chalets and cabins everywhere in this place. So somebody gets invited. They don't have to come to stay in your place. They get a whole different place to enjoy and be a part of.
1: Do you have okay, thousand miles? Wow. Uh I can I, I can grasp that because we talked about the city of Jerusalem was and I calculate I think I said it on the air with you once that when I calculated out the distance the Bible says it is, the the, the coordinates were like two-thirds across the United States, yes. wide, deep, high. So That's right. so everything is big, big, big. Um are there such things as um, because you know i you'll be cat and i'll be steve and all that but are there are there last names in the sense of we're going to have a schultz reunion and and all the schultzes get together and maybe there's 3000 of them but is there such thing or is it or have you seen anything like that
0: i have not seen very many last names of anybody okay uh, everybody's known on a first name basis okay. unless they have nicknames
1: Okay. And then a lot of
0: people will call you by your nickname, if you have one for somebody. But um, I I suppose somewhere there would be scrolls with that information in it. Scrolls could be written, and you would open it, and it would read itself to you in heaven about certain things, about certain families that were on the earth and things like that. I'm quite sure. I know that they keep records like that in Israel itself, Uh, you know, the uh, genealogy, the history. And God likes to keep things or treat things like that. So I'm sure somewhere in there there probably is.
1: So I had a friend.
0: At least a book or a scroll about it.
1: I had a friend who just went home to be with the Lord a few months ago um, in this mid 70s late 70s, was, the mid-70s or late-70s. And his name is, everybody called him J.D. I assume those are his first two initials, but I don't know that it is J.D. It was J.D. Is he probably going to be known as JD in heaven, then? Is that what you mean by his name? But everyone goes by even yeah, their
0: name. It could be. Somebody probably but make may call them by their nickname.
1: Because that's all everyone ever called him was JD. Yeah,
0: that's probably okay. what they're calling him there.
1: OK, that's cool, because you know, that actually makes it to heaven, if I could use that term. Yeah. In other words, those commonalities, those habits, those, what I'm trying to th- find a word. Would still be in heaven if everybody called you JD here. They're probably going to call you JD there. That's that's interesting to me. That's interesting. All right, so let's talk about for the the mansion because I've been wanting to ask you this. I don't know that I have. So the mansion you said some. um, I've heard you say some mansions are as big as a city. So that that's weird. That kind of weirds me out. But let's just say I have a normal mansion that's 20,000 square feet that sounds probably small for heaven but let's just say there is there's no bathroom we know that so are there bedrooms is there a we know you don't need sleep so is there no such thing as a bed in a bedroom to
0: I think what? you have your favorite room designed any way you want to with comfortable things to sit on or lounge on and uh, I know that there seems like that there but I've not really seen a bedroom that I can kind of remember. They have kitchens because people love to cook. Yeah. So uh, some of them have kitchens. I don't think mine does because I don't want to cook.
1: <laughs> See, if there were people like me, they'd say, man, there's nothing so relaxing as a good old power nap, just a nap.
0: Does anybody he in, up in heaven? I have heard of people drifting on the water. And I guess they drowse or whatever, and then the angels. I know that there's one beautiful place where they have uh, these rivers that are very soothing and peaceful. And I do know that some people, I guess they relax. on And then finally the angels will wake them up. (laughs) I guess they wake them up. Or I don't know what else they would be doing, but I do know that if you love to do that, I'm sure you receive a lot of things in heaven that you would love to do. I don't think it's that he wouldn't want you to have a bedroom, it's just that most people wouldn't probably use it. But as far as lounging and just enjoying yourself, relaxing, but there's so much to do and see there.
1: So interesting. Powerful, all right, so-
0: powerful visits in the throne room, um, the mountain of spices, you know, passionate paradise is all about the love of Christ. And you learn so much. And there's places to learn how to create different things. And so, but I'm sure at one time or another you probably would want to lounge on the river of peace.
1: That's interesting. That's good. Now you said every mansion, if I'm again, don't let me put words in your mouth, but I think you said every mansion, everybody has a prayer garden. Did you call it a prayer garden or what did you call it? What did you, did you call a where Jesus would come? What did you say about that?
0: It's just your personal garden. It's a private garden okay. um, where the Lord comes to visit with you whenever you oh. want him to come okay. and he has given you a key to that specific garden to the to the gate and okay. um uh, and you don't necessarily put it in the lock you set it in it and then you turn it and when you open it when it opens your favorite flowers are there some of your most favorite music is there and christ will come to visit with you
1: uh so Cat, is there once everything is over you know the earth is no more and we're not decreeing for the things on the earth of course i know one day we're going to all then live on the new earth but is there a time when people don't need to pray because there's nothing to pray about because everybody's there and the lord's there is or is your is prayer always does prayer always exist in heaven or is there a time when you really won't need to pray because you'll have the lord himself
0: i think that probably won't necessarily be a big focus but people as long as there is still a earth and people's family members are down here people will pray for them in heaven they do declare over them they pray for them it talks about the souls under the altar which is actually a huge room under the throne where they go under, underneath there and they go to pray and declare and stuff like that so i think it's a different reason that you pray I think a okay. lot of people pray only one that's it's okay. It's all right when you have needs and you need stuff, really, and you pray for that reason, or you need help or healing, or you know people. I think your prayers become entirely different because at one point there will be no evil, no sickness, no disease, uh, there will be no fear, there will be no attacks, I and mean, I'm just on this whole list. It's, it's gonna be filled with glory, splendor, creativity, excitement, joy, and celebration is what your lives will be
1: altar. Well, I think altar,
0: that declaring and decreeing might be something something you would like to do, something with the Lord, and you have maybe you want to question him. You can just pray. You could probably just declare it right where you are. He'll hear you. He probably would come to see you personally, though. I, know like it, or if
1: you or I like so, that. Now, you
0: wanted or needed.
1: I like that. I can't remember how you answered this. I asked you this one other time recently, but I, the scripture says, under the altar there's those, and I think they were called the martyrs, and they said... They were yeah. under the altar and they would say, how long, oh Lord, until you, and I can't remember if it says avenge our blood or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that
0: was those, probably those, yeah, whose life was taken wrongly. It could have been like, not just one person that happened to. And so people, yeah, that that's absolutely true They're saying that. I'm sure that once that takes place, they don't stay there forever. It's not like they live there forever. Okay. But right now, that is a focus for them. To see that, to see justice brought. I think justice is a really good word to use.
1: That's After the closest, justice has come. It's the closest thing that I've ever read that sounds like sadness, if I can say that. They're sad. Uh, they're I don't angry. think most
0: people are sad. I think they sincerely want to see justice come. Okay. Like a lot of people right now want to see justice and victory oh, yeah. and freedom for whatever reason. And I think people have their different reasons for desiring those things most people come to heaven are uh, just let it all go they just really begin to live and not dwell in the past but for people depending on the life that they lived or what was or whatever reason happened to them yeah. uh, there is that place it is under it's like the whole structure under the throne of god and there there is of course an altar up there's several throne rooms just so you know that the commissioning throne room where people receive um, they receive mantles, they receive commissions in heaven. Uh, and then, of course, some things are sent down to the earth if they're receiving them on the earth. And so, but they're, but this one thing that they're talking about, this, this altar uh, underneath it, I used to try to picture how do they get that many people underneath that altar?
1: Well, right, well, right. But the this throne
0: is... itself is massive, really huge, high and lifted up in the throne room, and so there's like a whole structure underneath there. There's four sets of steps that go up to the throne, but there is a door you can go into. And when you go into that door, you're actually under under the uh, altar of God that's before the throne of God.
1: When, when the people are, de- are declaring and decreeing for their families still on the earth, who have not yet come to be, and they declare, and I mentioned this before, uh, Julie heard my father, she's a seer, and she heard my father saying to the Lord, this was a, a a request, petitioning to the Lord for me, and she heard him say, give him more, Lord, give him more, whatever that might have meant. So my question is, when people pray in heaven, their prayers must be perfect, and I know I ask you this one other time, but can you clarify, is virtually every prayer and decree answered by the Lord in the affirmative you know what i mean they're not people don't decree something i think that if have.
0: it's blessings absolutely yes if it's blessings that they're praying over people decreeing over people i would say absolutely yes why, why wouldn't they be now the timing even of that you may not know when the timing would happen for that even though it's a great thing or a good thing god would still probably line that up with what his plans were for certain people or when or when they were supposed to happen yeah. But I would think definitely probably almost everything that you would declare and decree in heaven would
1: would at one point be answered. Yeah. I want to ask you a question related to, now there was a time when I had to speak in code. We were on YouTube and we had to use different language so they didn't kick us off. But on Rumble, we can say what we want. People yes. are dying by big numbers and it's obviously related to the vax. Yes. Can you tell us anything about how God is working in that or, you know, how God is bringing good out of that because God clearly didn't make that happen. Uh, Is is that showing you anything?
0: I know that there is a devil in this world. And I know probably until the very end comes, well, we know even in the the reign of Christ, uh, eventually he will show up. And so I think those things happen. God does not ever ordain for bad things to happen to people. Uh, I think a lot of that is uh, his, whatever he works out with that. I don't necessarily get shared with everything. I do know this, his love for you never changes. And I know that sounds crazy even in, in, in trying to answer that question or even understand that question that I am quite certain. One thing, most all of those people probably had an opportunity to receive christ if your goal is heaven then of course i'm not i'm not saying any of that stuff that makes it easier to go through or to experience but i have to say that my own life i have to trust god no matter what's going on around me in the world or even in my neighborhood i still have to choose to trust god and believe god even when things happen that we don't understand or we don't want to have happen And that's probably the only way I could answer that. I can't see any good much coming out of anything like that. We do know one thing it does do is it does expose evil. It totally exposes there is evil. There's a devil who hates. There's people who work for that devil and don't mind hurting people in the midst of it because they have been so polluted. Their minds have. And so then they uh, they become involved with his works. Thinking one day Satan will reward them. That is a joke. Nobody gets rewarded by Satan. Trust me, they don't. They don't get any prizes. They don't get any pleasures. They don't get any positions given to them. He will lie to everybody, even people he's using. And so I would tell you, don't ever give yourself to him thinking somehow you're going to get something great happening. Or maybe he'll go a little easy on you. That is never going to happen. You need to serve the Most High God and him alone do you serve him alone do you worship, him alone do you trust, because he's the one who really has your ultimate life and eternity in his hand. And so my my thing in all of that is, no matter what it is or what it involves, your goal should be to know him.
1: So good. I want to ask you one thing. We have time for probably this one more question. Um, this scripture is, is very clear, and I accept it, and I receive it, but it's confusing at the same time where it, it says that Christ was slain before the foundation of the world. Um, has God ever shown you what in the world he meant by that? Did he see it all and he was effectively slain? Was there something in the spirit that was decided before I'm he ever said? I'm not
0: sure that exactly what it meant is what it okay. said. He's been from the beginning to the end and the end from the beginning. He already knew in his existence, that that would happen before that time actually ever came on the earth. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what that means.
1: just means what it means. Um, uh, I, uh, let me just ask this one more since i got another little bit of time. Um, Jesus said, no one, I think he was talking to Pilate. He said, no one can take my life. Well, he's talking to his disciples, and he says, no one can take my life from me. I lay it down. And then he says to Pilate, you couldn't even do what you're doing except uh, I gave you the it, it was given to you from heaven, I think is the way he said it. He yeah. was giving you authority. So some people would say some people have claimed, well, the Jews killed Jesus and then, then the Jews got persecuted. And other people said, no, it was the Gentiles who put him to death. Um, how would you describe what happened? Uh, what, because because on the cross, Jesus said, don't even lay this to their charge, or he said, that's forgive right. them, they don't even know what they're doing, so right. can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, um, they didn't have any clue who they were, you know, who were, who they
0: were crucifying, they didn't know it was the Lord of glory, they didn't understand, he held all of their futures, he made everything that was ever made, that's, I'm quite sure what he was alluding to, but there, he's right, he had to willingly give up his life, it would not have counted if they took it. Yeah. It, would, it would not have counted. It had to be a sacrifice. Therefore, he did willingly come to the earth. He did willingly get crucified. He did willingly rise from the grave. And those were all his choices. No human on this earth could have made that happen unless it was his destiny. And that's what he's saying. That was always his destiny was to die for us to make a way for us to come back to heaven and have life eternal.
1: Uh, i got to ask you this one tweak on this one, too. But Jesus said, um, I have the authority, speaking of himself, to lay down my life, and I have the authority to take it up again. You know that, where he said, um, do we? uh, And then other places it says the Spirit did it. So how do you see that? Did did Jesus, because he was in paradise, was there a moment where he where he took the authority and raised himself up? How, how do you see that?
0: I think that happened on the third day in hell um, because, because he was still not on the earth in his body when he was in paradise. He was living yeah. in his spiritual body. Uh, that happened later on the third day in hell when he wasted hell and then he chose to exit hell.
1: Okay. We you
0: know the Father was involved, Holy Spirit. They they were all involved in this whole thing of what was going to happen and when it would happen. But He had the right when He when He was done with that other assignment. The first one was to die for our sins. The second one was to take back our authority from Satan. And so when that had been accomplished, He had every right just to do it, and that's what He did.
1: I love it. I love it. I especially love that one because of. That he took it, he, he brought it, you know, and it, it is true that the Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. So it was that and it was himself. It was kind of all of the above. And I think that's probably how one can explain it. They were all involved, yeah. like you just said. Yeah, right. yeah. So awesome, awesome, awesome. Kat, thank you very much. Hey, tell people about RevealingHeaven.com and catcur.com What could they... Get at those Oh,
0: RevealingHaven.com is our, our main website. That's where you go to find, um, um, you know, different events and stuff that we'll be having. And let me tell you, Spirit Force is going to be one of the first things we get going, and we release it here in this year in 2023. Uh, so you can find out about stuff like that. And, of course, we will have our calendars all updated. Uh, I've already been been invited to different places already. I've just been so busy didn't yeah. really want to say yes until i knew for sure that i would be free to do different things but we have a lot on there we we do have a store all kind of products that represent heaven uh living ha- living heaven on this earth heaven culture uh things that would represent places in heaven things being done in heaven worn in heaven and that's going to really increase also and then of course the other website is catcurr.com is that right jen or is it the catcur?
1: It's catcur.com. I see it. I see it yeah, there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's where. Okay, that's where you go to find out more revelation. That may not be on the other website. There's an art gallery there with different places in heaven and things in heaven. And uh, there's, I think, there's testimonies. There's so many videos that teach you and train you in different things on how to do different things in the spirit, and and also things from heaven heaven so it's an amazing place it's also the only place you can give online if you would love to do that we so much appreciate all the people who have continued to give during all these years and uh to help reveal heaven to this earth we really appreciate awesome. all and so well, I, I,
1: you know, I really encourage people to go to katker.com and, and sow into her ministry cat's ministry uh we appreciate that very much we love you very much thank you for the years yeah. Of getting to know you and so and sowing into the body of Christ. So quick reminder, everybody, that Cash Patel will be on tomorrow. Devonna T. will be on Friday. Everybody have a great day. Thank you again, Kat. We love you. Have a good day, everybody. Okay. Yes.
0: Blessings. 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 This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com give to become a partner today.